0: This is the ideal third wheel. Tom and so. Apart from me you. It's a grand old team to play for. <laughs> it's a grand old team to support. Oh I'm bringing out the tears here, man. I think my dad would be humorous. I don't care if he's gonna enjoy it. A spider's web begins <laughs> with one bit of web. Alright, yeah, we're on. Yep. Yeah.
1: And welcome back to the Ideal Third wheel Podcast with me, Tom, and me
0: sam lovely
1: stuff uh so obviously once again joining us on our search for the ideal third wheel the gravy to our dinner we're gonna try and find our ideal third wheel in this episode uh so thank you for everyone previously who's actually listened to last week's episode as well obviously it was a little bit different we didn't have a guest on it was just me and sam chatting away I hope, I hope everyone enjoyed that little break but we're gonna try and do that every five episodes just to have a little break from getting people on Mainly because we're going to run out of people,
0: otherwise. Yeah, I've noticed recently as well. We we probably have to get um a few more girls, and otherwise it's going to be male orientated. I'm not saying yeah. that now because the the people have realised the guests we have on and realised why that's sort of ironic. But just just plugging that in. Just,
1: just we don't have many girls, mate. Yeah, well, <laughs>
0: we we don't have many friends altogether. So yeah, you could look at it that way. Okay, so, t- so today we are joined by a guest.
1: In- introduce yourself, guest. Hello there, I'm Will. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was expecting you to have a tagline like, "Yeah, I'm." I'm I don't even know the gym <laughs> what, baby cake. Talking? Hello, boys. What Good morning to you. Morning to you. Where, where did the gym baby cake <laughs> I don't come from? I thought a so um, gym, and I was thinking, yeah, I was just thinking of baby cakes. So what are baby so, cakes? No, it's just like, what's up,
2: baby cakes? What? what bit, you want a bit of a? <laughs> <"You're> right, treacle. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's what I was going for. Like, like the sort of hard I d- man. Are you doing love? Yeah. <laughs> <"All> right, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Hi,
0: treacle. <laughs> <Right>, uh- <laughs> <laughs> you
1: suck my dirty slime. <laughs> so we obviously know we know Will from rowing. We have got another another one of the rowing boys is on. We know Will from rowing, and we've uh, we met at the start of um right at the start of um uni. Yeah. In yeah. society, and then Will well, Sam obviously joined. Similar to George, when you met George, it was a similar kind of situation, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. And um, Will is not actually losing his podcast virginity today, is he? Because he he was actually in attendance during our third episode where we had George. He Fierce was. Dora he was. Yeah. 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 So he's 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 sort of like completed it now. He's not quite lost. He's his gone virginity. full circle. Yeah. He's, he's really gone full circle. He's done circle, the yeah. business. Mm. How does it feel?
2: Honestly, ecstasy. <laughs> 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 yeah. No. Yeah. I was hyped up when I was on uh, the last time. In the VIP seat, just waiting to go. I
1: was raring, and here I am, finally. (laughs) Finally, he makes his appearance. (laughs)
2: Yeah, to the Premier League.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I think we're the Super League. Well, the
2: only Ooh. difference is you're not, you're not going to shut down. you are not going to shut down. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think as well. Obviously, we had Will on in the background about three weeks ago. Since then, I think Will's been like, "Oh, where am I coming on, guys?" And like, we we have we had had the plans. It's just we're not very organised. Me and Tom. So.
1: Oh God! But this is one thing I've I've found out even more recently of how unorganised I actually am. I I love having um I love just planning something on the day. Like it would generally, mm. I'm awful at planning stuff far ahead. But saying that, I'm good in like a group setting. I'm, I'm quite good at planning. I'm the I'm the planner of any group, yeah. if it feels like. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to planning stuff far ahead, I'm so much better at the classic, just, oh, anyone fancy doing something later rather than anyone fancy doing something in like five days time? I just don't like having plans that far ahead.
0: I think I'm quite good at planning, but I, if I want to plan something, I've got to make it concrete. It's like, oh yeah, we're meeting here, we're meeting at this place, we're meeting at this time. And that's why I, I think I rarely do it, but I have put a few in the book. I don't know about you guys.
2: Honestly, I prefer a good concrete plan. Yeah. Because then
1: it's just like less shit to go wrong, if that makes sense. Yeah, I suppose that means you've got more of an image in your head of what you're doing that day and what's going on. See, I I can rate a concrete plan, but at the same time, if it was just a casual... Um, anyone fancy doing something later sometimes they're the best mm. plans i always feel like because mm. sometimes mm. i have too much anticipation for if we're going to do something like planned far ahead that's and true. the anticipation it doesn't live
0: up to the the hype of the actual thing Th- that's the thing as well have some of your best times ever been just done on an absolute whim like you didn't even know it was coming and then suddenly everyone just went yeah 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 we'll we'll do that and it turned out to be one of the best things that's that's sort of happened or
2: yeah, no, definitely. Um, definitely had a good few nights out where I've started off just like chilling at home. Everyone's kind of just gone pub and everyone's just gone pub! pub and we've all yeah. kind of just turned up and then one thing leads to another. Next thing you know, you're in a club and then you're afters and then you're just monging out on four in the morning with some gidders or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is gidders? Oh, gidders, it's a local takeaway. It's the tradition from after a night out on Pop World, for at least myself, uh, to get gidders after a heavy night out and just yeah recover from my hangover with just eating absolute
1: i'm not i'm not a huge uh gidas fan i'm not gonna lie i'm more of an ali's kind of (laughs) guy the the personal nature of that kebab shop is through the roof if you're ever in portsmouth ali's kebab is if you build up a relationship with ali that's free chips that's free chips in a night out
0: for a long time well (laughs) that's just reminded me um do you remember when we went on a night out and i think hannah was there as well um, and then we'd gone into alleys, and I, I don't know why. Well, I don't think I was asking for free chips or anything like that. Mm. Um, but he, he just told me to put my hands out, and then he dumped a load of boiling hot chips in my hands, <laughs> and I just had to firm it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I was somewhat gone at that point, so I didn't even feel the pain. But um, oh, right. <laughs> Hannah said to me afterwards, it was like, "Didn't that hurt? Haven't you got burn marks on your hand, And I'm like, no, building chips, I'm were just nice. building yeah. different love. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just a unit. <laughs> it's just that and you you build up, but I, I never get a kebab from a, a kebab shop. No, I don't get kebabs. Out. I just get a burger. Yeah. I think
1: a burger is just elite for post anything. Mm. I mean a burger fits in any situation. You're out for dinner. Burger, nice and easy, not too messy. You can uh, mm. you have a great time or just after, on a night out, some chips and a burger. Admittedly after a purple Wednesday though, the amount of times I've woken up to a full burger sitting next to me and chips that I haven't touched, where I've just got in and blacked out and that's it. That's that's it. That's breakfast,
0: though, isn't it? Oh, it's a bit grim <laughs> I here.
1: I, I'm going to I would admit, I have heated up. I have heated it up in the morning. And it's, it's pretty not grim. It's spot. pretty grim, but you get your money's worth.
0: <laughs> what do you get from a... Oh, you're a, you're a Gieders person. What do mm. you get from a Gieders?
2: I would like to start this off by saying, I get really bad beer munchies. Right. Like, I will devour anything in front of me. I've never heard that term, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a,
1: that's a good one, actually. Yeah. It, it makes sense.
2: Yeah. Uh, so essentially, what I'll do is I'll get a chicken doner. Large, fill it with all the salad and stuff, right? And then on the side, I'll get some chips, but loaded chips with so like bacon and cheese on top. And then I'd also get a burger, and that would like sort me. And I'll just put it off home. Chuck on like well, the last thing I watched after Pop World was the Han Solo movie, just monging out, just oh eating my gosh, loads of food. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, How would you sort of Wake?
1: Th- is more my point in this situation. <laughs> Oh, for the food, man. For the food. Yeah, it's the energy I, in, I, in I, the, the amount of time. I blacked right out like. about 12 ish most times. <laughs> Off my 10 a.m. in the morning, that was it. That was
0: yeah, <laughs> I just usually eat my burger and then I just wake up hungover. Last, last yeah,
1: year. yeah. Some, some very rough mornings oh. uh, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but I, th- I think we should uh, go back into a little bit more how we sort of know um, Will. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was trying to pinpoint the exact time where I met Will, but I think I just met you progressively through training and then. Um, similar to what we've mentioned in past podcasts we we went on nights out as a group and that's just where the relationship flourished
2: yeah pretty much And um, that's when the uh, romance started didn't it Sam? yeah exactly exactly
1: <laughs> see I, I remember meeting will um i was like the first training session i think was the first time i met will mm. generally because me and will we me and Will were like we are we experienced rowers i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna plug us here mate we're, that's we're great, experienced that's great. rowers <laughs> we know what we're doing um but obviously that meant we ended up being in the like the higher up sessions when it came to joining the rowing site and stuff like that we weren't with the people who'd never rowed before we ended up with a lot of the seniors so in that situation I think me and Will had to kind of Come together a bit yeah. because it was a bit like we're the only freshers really here, so yeah. it's a bit. It was of a like
2: me, you, and uh, Harry McGee. Yeah, that was. I it. don't know how he was in there because like I he's a rugby he, lad. I not I think he rowing.
1: previously had some rowing experience, but well, I'm, I'm really maybe. not sure yeah. to be
2: honest. It was just us three, just like absolutely dying on these sessions because we're not used to like the amount of circuit training. Oh my no! And then obviously I was, it was chubby T Wells at that point even more yeah. so. So uh, that was a uh, I was struggling big time. <laughs> Remember when we turned up to our first first session and they made us do a two K test immediately. Oh, I do remember that. That was awful, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that um, we never saw that girl who was on my right ever again. I, don't, I honestly I can't say I remember her to be honest. So yeah. Yeah. She that didn't was... last long. <laughs> but yeah, that's I think that's the first time we met and then obviously we mm. I suppose we went we going on nights out and stuff like that and we yeah. I remember we were speaking to you quite a bit to be fair and then obviously we formed the, the wider group. Yeah. I think our real kind of like the pinnacle moment of the
2: proper bonding and like cementation of the group was that tomato social? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, we spoke about it with George, obviously, but it's that was that was the that was the group formation point. That was when everyone became
0: good friends. It's like when the Knights of the Round Table got formed. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> literally.
0: <laughs> it's quite weird now, though, that other people sort of remember us for having a link with tomatoes. Oh, it's it's yeah. not really what we w- not really what, what remember, I had in mind but, to be. Honest. Yeah, but it's it's still quite special. Still quite cute. To, yeah. to be fair, on the
1: topic, on the topic of training, that like, what I I wanted to chat about a little bit. Was Will is obviously Will, you're a very keen trainer to say the least. You love your training more than I say most people do. <laughs> I don't know what you're on about. I never trained in my life. Over, the man is committed to uh, to, to staying fit and everything like that, which is very commendable. But with lockdown and all, how has it been keeping up that routine of training? So before lockdown, how, how many times a week were you training sort of? It really
2: varied depending on where the races were coming up and what we were going to season-wise. Yeah. Like um, at my first club, Buell Water, it used to be kind of like three kind of like on-the-water sessions, usually lasting about uh, three to four hours. Yeah. And then we would, like come in, and I'll do like a, so a few like land training sessions in the week. This is when i was starting out in kind of like secondary school, and then after that, I, I wanted like a bit more intensity with the training, just because it was a bit more of a leisure thing. Yeah. At the time that's how the club kind of like brought it across for yeah, people yeah, at course, our level. Yeah. yeah. And so, I went to a coastal rowing club, um, which you all know, because you actually raced against Yeah, I've raced, I've raced against them, Yeah, a few times, yeah. It's a Bexhill rowing club. Jeez. And that's where I met my mate Harry, I'm used to, like, hit the weights and ergs quite properly in what bikes. Nice. That's when I really got a passion for kind of, like, getting to the grind, almost.
1: Yeah. Weirdly enough, I can't say I've, I've hit. I love training, but at the same time, the grind is just one of those things that I haven't caught on to, necessarily. It's, it's a bit of a tough one, really.
2: Yeah, it's like, afterwards, a lot of endorphins... Yeah, uh, and like, yeah. dopamine all the, all the good stuff gets released, <laughs> and like, I'm a happy bunny for like a good five hours afterwards.
1: Oh uh, yeah, no, I I, okay, I rate that to be fair. I think getting back to training as of late, me and Sam spoke about it last week a little bit, but getting back to training as of late, I've really had that. Um, like after training, I just feel good during the day, which has been yeah. quite nice. So moving into lockdown and stuff, yeah, how is that? How how's thing, how have things changed? Kind of, how's your routine had to adapt?
2: Training has been more consistent in terms of I've had to build up my own plan. And yeah. kind of like keep to it because when like obviously we were training last year, it was kind of like we'll do something on the day almost. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, a little bit less organised, which is alright on that front. But in terms of motivation and why I'm doing this, and do I really still want to row? Yeah, all those questions got brought up during the first lockdown. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. tough. It was tough for sure. Because when you're not training towards something, when you don't have those people around you, and you're just sitting there by yourself on a rowing machine doing like an hour of power or something and you just question why you're doing this to yourself sometimes but at the end of the day i know i'm doing this because i love my sport
1: yeah yeah i I, yeah i understand that to be fair
0: that's similar i'm gonna go off on a bit of a tangent but i feel like football is my sport and i sort of went off football um for a little bit and i've enjoyed just going out in the common with you boys and i feel like Mm. i've got back into it now yeah which is a good thing that's come out of lockdown. It's it's a rekindling for the sports we love. You're definitely a baller. I'll tell you <laughs> that much. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. Um, but I was also going to say, obviously, you talked sort of about sort of uh, regimes and all that sort of stuff. I I sort of found it difficult to to keep to like a workout regime if I didn't have these rowing trainings and all that sort of stuff. I think I would do weights training or anything for a few weeks and then I would sort of peer off. I'd, mm. I mean,
1: I mean, you do weights training in the mornings regularly, but you, you I fall. In, you know, yeah. I mean, you fall in and out. I haven't done you, it for a while. I think now, yeah, I suppose yeah. you fall in and out of the patterns of doing it. So the first lockdown for me was, um, I actually was really proud of how much training I did. So at the start of the lockdown, I understood that I wasn't at the like physique that I wanted to be anywhere near sort of thing. I kind of realized a lot of things. I was a bit like, like I need to kind of get cracking and actually start working out properly for this. Um, so I ended up, the first lockdown, I ran pretty much every day for the entire lockdown. I fell into this routine of where I'd um, get up quite late do a lot of uni work until about five-ish, uh, then go for a quick run, come back, have dinner, play Xbox all night with the guys. But that I think genuinely, I think it got me through the first lockdown. Mm, and yeah. I, I really enjoyed the running aspect. And I don't think I've still lost some of the um, like fitness I gained from that. Yeah. Like it was such a almost awakening. And then even nowadays, coming into the later lockdowns, I haven't run anywhere near as much, but I increased the distance. So when I go for a run in the first lockdown, I'd be doing like what? Like basically normally like on average, I'd say 4K, um, and occasionally i'd push to like a 10 or something like that but as of late i've just kind of stuck solidly to 5k so kept it at a bit of a like a more respectable distance sort of thing but yeah running is like i've got better at running but it's one of those things that i haven't i haven't got into it too much to mm, say yeah but as of yeah. late i still enjoy it a little bit
0: so you mentioned obviously early lockdown you were doing all your work and then you were going for regular runs around five would you say that a big motivational factor with that is the fact that everybody was logging their running on oh. Strava. Or there's, there's other fitness apps out there. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> No, big time. Like yeah. for
1: me, having to log it every day or having... Like, we did a couple of um, kind of like mini competition things. Yeah. I forgot what it was. Yeah. It was like some charity stuff. Or it was like the uni had this whole big running event, trying to get to a good distance. And that was a really big motivator for me to get into it. Yeah, I think it was
2: for Calm. The charity calm that was that was yeah, no, that yeah. was in the last I think yeah I did a yeah. bit, lot of
1: running for that in the last couple of months that but was the big one in the first lockdown there the whole uni did a who in the who which society can run the furthest sort of thing oh, yeah that, I, I that. loved yeah. that because it generally was um, I just got I felt like I had to go and I had to yeah. I had to do some uh, well, I had to do some running.
2: competition is a great motivation for everyone big time. but I feel almost the biggest one is having clear like concise goals set mm-hmm. from yeah, where okay. you want to yeah. be and like achievable goals as well yeah because if you have these set out and almost have milestones along this way you can reach the milestones and just like almost like feel really good about yourself and track yourself and just keep on going you've got something to work for rather than just like aimlessly blundering into a workout because that's when a lot of people lose it i kind of just want to go i want to get fit yeah they don't know how fit they want to get they don't know how often they want to train they don't know what weight they want to reach and stuff like that in the long term at least that people can go a bit uh, skewer than that one.
1: No, I can. I, I think. I think that's a mistake I've possibly made in the past as well. That like, I just haven't had that clear goal set out. I, I remember training for events and stuff like that when it was coming up for rowing season back home, and that was I, I could train almost. I would happily trade almost any day mm. just to get just start working on technique. Whereas it was like powering up. Oh, I miss those kind of days of having like something like a crew and something yeah. to really work towards sort of thing
2: accountability is definitely like a massive thing to keep working out because i guess you guys have like experienced this recently as well because we're all starting to come back and training together yeah you feel accountable to turn up and put yeah. in the effort right
0: yeah
1: oh yeah fully you, you feel like you have to you like if you don't turn up you're really letting yourself down and also where i've got one of the only cars i happen to be driving everyone every week <laughs> yeah. so it's like if i don't go i know at least Three, two or three other people aren't probably going to go either yeah. so I'm like if I don't if I don't go I'm really going to be letting everyone down sort of thing mm. and I, I think I'm quite I'm I think I'm like I'm quite passionate about the club nowadays so it's a bit like I, I want it to do well and I want I want it to succeed
2: and that's a br- brilliant mindset as you're gonna be going for uh, men's captain soon yeah fingers crossed we'll wait and see how that goes I reckon you'll
1: do it we'll, I reckon we'll crack <laughs> that one. <laughs> we'll come back in a couple of weeks and we'll, we'll let the we'll let listeners know
0: but yeah <laughs> fingers crossed I just wanted to say as well, um, obviously, you, you said about um, setting a goal. So basically, for the past two or three years, cheesily, my New Year's resolution... Has been, oh, I just want bigger arms. Maybe a little bit of progress. Not a massive amount. I think I need to take what you say into consideration and and maybe say, oh, yeah, I I want them to be this size by this point.
1: Or just set like a weight goal. So if you want to, in theory, if you want bigger arms, in theory, that also means you want bigger everything else because it's quite, you're going to look a bit disproportionate if your shoulders don't match Mm. your arm size sort of thing.
2: Well, the simple rule with gaining muscle, losing weight, whatever, there's two things you have to do. If you want to lose weight, look more toned, look more sculptured you go into a calorie deficit, which is when you eat below your uh, yeah, maintenance but, yeah. level. Like It reduces your strength slightly, but it makes you look better. And if you want to look bigger and be stronger and have more muscle, yeah. which is what you're going for, you have to be in a calorie surplus to train efficiently. Mm. And to I, actually pack on that muscle onto your arms. I
1: feel like it's really hard to know how much you actually have to eat because it's a lot, I think. Cause it, it's, it's a lot There's of
2: loads of calculators out there that do it for yeah, you. Yeah. You put, put in your age, your height, and
0: um, I think Your favorite a other things.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's a really important <laughs> one, actually. Just just a little comment. What is everyone's favorite color?
0: Well, I think the favorite color for me links to the football team I support. Mine's blue. Okay, I, yeah, I think oh, that's right. a big interesting. Yeah. What about
1: you, Will? Mine's a lovely
0: new
2: blue, blue. Uh, color. Go yeah, on. I I do like blue. Blue is good.
0: Any any reason or just.
2: Just because it's always been more one since childhood, it stemmed yeah. from when I was watching Power Rangers, nice. the movie, the SPD one. When oh, the blue sp- one was the- your
0: favourite. The red's always the, the red best red Power Ranger. Power Ranger's always the, the best The, the, best the red Ranger.
2: was a bit of a pretentious uh, see, this, oh, is, right. this is going to make me
0: look really bad, asshole. because
1: I'd say, I, 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 blue is not, i say blue's is my like, I have a difference between blue and red are probably up there as my favourite colours, but... Uh, just to be different in the situation. I'll say red's probably a bit out there. Red's been my favourite card since I was a kid. Mm. So obviously the Kent flag is red, which is yeah, a big yeah. thing. And is
0: it because we said Power Rangers as well? And also, yeah, because yeah, yeah.
1: the red thing of everything is always better. Oh, strawberry every yogurt. Everyone red. wants to be Red Ranger. Yeah, everyone wants to be Red Ranger. Like red Teletubby. Red Teletubby. Teletubby. Poe po, po was always the best, yeah. best Strawberry Teletubby. yogurt. Is Poe the purple? No, red one. The red one no, was always Tinky the best one. The one. Sorry, oh, on, I'll get man. my... Uh, the blue one, isn't he? Blue? There is no blue one. Oh, mate,
2: you're
0: lost. Mate, come on. You've got, got to know your Teletubbies, mate. There's no blue Teletubby. Yeah, do you know what a Teletubby? is? When you're telling
2: up? your kids tally-tubbies about Teletubbies, <laughs> like back in my day, you used to watch this and this and this. You can't be going, wait, and Tinky Winky was, uh, what was it? I said, that's blue? free. The f- no, that's uh, the, the blue one was out. the
0: Hoover. The, the little Hoover. I can't remember what yeah. that was called, actually. Oh, that's free. Yeah, now now I remember there's not a blue. Wait. It's purple. It's green. It's yellow. And it's red.
1: It's quite a bluey purple, though, isn't it? No, nah, nah, it, it's, it's a quite purple. It's quite a dead oh, that's purple. Oh, that just really freaked you know, me out. Can't think really of well. me out. Fun little <laughs> fact for <laughs> you though.
2: Um, Teletubby's got banned in Russia. Why did it get banned in Russia, Will? Because uh, th- their view towards certain, I don't know, uh, sexualities and all that kind of really? thing. Really? Yeah, because there's an episode where they claim, at least, I, I think this is a bit of rubbish, personally. But they claim that one of the characters is being too homosexual or something like that. Right. Really? Because they wear tutu and do a bit of dancing or something. Right. Wow. And they cancelled the whole thing. That would be thinking. That's nuts, kids, it's, actually. It's mad. I don't... Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah,
0: Putin's not having that, is he? <laughs> His kid's just watching it in the morning. He's like, turn that off. Come on. i tell you what, he'll be a good one to get on the podcast if you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah, we we'll yeah. send him an
1: email, we can probably get him on. But yeah, red, red, I feel like the red of everything is always the best. I, I hmm. don't know why, but... Yeah, I'm trying to think of any example I can to prove you wrong. Well, I, I, I imagine there's probably there a few, but the, the, there's probably the, a few. The, but at yeah, the same the, time, I just read with most things, it always. I mean, the hero in a lot of things is always associated with yeah. red. I feel like and it's either like red or of gold. It's like there's yeah. very prominent colors.
0: Rory, the racing car, red. Yeah. Yeah. red. Uh, La Ferrari, should... Ferrari, La Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I can't think anymore. Yeah. Right? jeez,
2: but and I think it's, it's a weird got a lot to do with the connotations of red. Because red obviously represents stuff like danger, yeah, and uh, also kind of like red's also meant to be quite a sexy colour in terms of when you're wearing clothes as well. You know, <laughs>
1: admittedly, when I'm wearing red. Oh. Well, I was just thinking <laughs> when I you think were
0: saying so. uh, a sexy colour, and then I just think of Poe from the Teletubbies. It's like, yeah, that's what that's what they were going for. <laughs> the uh, Rory the race card. Yeah, they were trying to make him sexy. <laughs> God damn, oh. the milkshake lovers all take to that nicely.
2: <laughs> to use a bit of uh, colloquialism.
1: It's a very main character vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think that I think that's it. it. It gives you the main character energy. Is wearing red.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. I like that we've just gone at it. Well, I d- I, d- just I, d- I, d- I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean, Coke as well. I feel like Coke where mm. Coke's red. I feel like that it's 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 quite a positive color though when you associate it with. Um... Yeah.
0: Well, are you going to take this on another tangent and and discuss Coke the debate Pepsi. that we were doing the other day? Oh, yeah. okay. We yeah, we can go more for this. specifically. I'm going to cut it down into a few more. It's out of Coke and Pepsi, which does the best cherry flavour? Um, and which does the best sugar free?
1: Can, can I please just say, I, I, one thing I do want to put out first here yeah, full fat Coke is better than full fat Pepsi by a long way. Yeah, it's yeah. too sweet, it's almost disgusting. Whereas a full fat Coke from a bottle in like a meal deal situation it's it's mate. i don't think if don't it's chilled on that, i can't yeah. imagine i don't think there's oh, anything be i don't think there's anything better than it i think that's the best tasting one mm. but when it comes down to looking at the healthy factor you then obviously have to go normally i think i could say all of us probably buy zero sugar most almost every time i'm
2: not gonna lie though who drinks pepsi or coke for the healthy factor
1: okay no, okay, <laughs> okay of course yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well no no just when but when you're going out there if you want one you're not gonna get Nowadays, I'm not gonna buy the sugary one. I'll just buy the, the Coke yeah, Zero like, one just for the.
2: If you're gonna have like a uh, fast food or like uh, those sorts of drinks, enjoy yourself, indulge. There's no point limiting yourself. Yeah, yeah. Unless this is like part of your regular diet, then you may have to kind of change yeah, that. Yeah, to change just, it down. Yeah, yeah. Not ruin your teeth and whatnot.
1: Yeah, my, that's my problem at the moment.
2: I think you've got sparkling teeth. On. <laughs>
1: well, no, not my not my teeth. It's the uh, the amount of um, Coke the amount of Coke Zero I drink yeah. is getting. Mm is radically increasing. I think it's the caffeine factor. But yeah. I, I just... The caffeine gets me going. But anyway... But yeah, <laughs> yeah. but Sam, Sam, are you Sam,
0: Coke S- Zero or are you Pepsi Max?
1: See, I'm a Pepsi Max.
2: However, I don't do cherry at all. Don't I've never cherry. had a cherry Coke. See, see, this is the thing. Oh, Sam, yeah, cherry Coke. Don't Sam's,
1: Sam's, touch cherry but Coke. But this yeah. is the thing as well. Pepsi. It's hard to compare pe- the Pepsi Max cherry, to, Pepsi, mm. to, cherry um, to cherry Coke because there's also a Coke Zero cherry. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I've not tried that one. Yeah, no. exactly. Which doesn't taste that great too much. But... I think, admittedly, the Pepsi Max Cherry does taste good, and I'll give Sam that due There, yeah. but I do think full fat—you get the full fat, like positive yeah. out of the cherry Coke properly. Whereas if it was, if we were going to zero sugar cherries, then of course I think the Pepsi wins on that one.
0: I I still think though that Pepsi Max would uh, stunk Coke Zero. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I I I just I don't think, I think
1: I'm indifferent because I do like both, mm. but at the same time I do think Pepsi Max is good, and I, yeah I can't make a full decision on that.
2: I must say though, ultimate ultimate. Fizzy drink okay. It's definitely a glass bottle of chilled Orangina.
0: Is that from Pizza Express? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wherever you can get oh, your hands on it,
1: place. I remember trying to have Orangina as a kid, but then I realised it had bits in it, and I don't like bits in drinks. Or I oh, love yeah, yeah. a bit no, of it. No, no. Now, now that Nowadays, I'm a lot better with it. In the past, I really used to hate it. So I haven't had Orangina in a really long time, actually. Mm. So I can't make too much of a call here. But if, if it's like Fanta chilled Fanta which pretty much I feel mm-hmm. like yeah. it's just I do like chilled Fanta, chilled yeah. orange it's like fizzy art orange, market yeah. Fanta
2: <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie
1: yeah nice
2: mate the wait the show is the MS <laughs> Fanta yeah.
0: yeah I don't think I'd pick an orange flavoured drink as my favourite fizzy drink I do like no? Fanta but I, d- I don't think I'd go, uh, go near that
1: what's yours then are you more of a Sprite oh, man like, surprised surprised. A uh, lemonade is p- nowadays lemonade all I can taste is vodka
0: when I drink lemonade and it's horrible yeah. because of where I've mixed it so much yeah <laughs> whenever I have Hannah around as well she always buys lemonade to mix with alcohol and she never drinks it so there's always just a ton of lemonade <laughs> yeah i, I get off i
1: just get it. oh tell me there's lemonade if you want lemonade i'm like ah, yeah, i'll take that i'll take that
0: any day
2: it's like, oh you're just with this one oh well <laughs> whoopsie daisy here's another liter
0: i can't think of my fizzy drink right now what would you say yours is what Your my favorite, favorite? Yeah.
1: Mm. i really like ironbury but then i would have to go back to just a normal full fat coke I've i ne- generally think a normal full fat coke would it's enough for me yeah mm. I've never actually had Iron Brew before oh god mate that's that's blasphemy I used to mix it with vodka last year and it's amazing I've got to try it now it is honestly I, I re- <laughs> Iron Brew is really strange but I love it <laughs> I don't know it's because I think my dad used to buy it when I was younger mm. and I've now it's, a, it's like one of those things that I now um, the drink I just liked it then so I like it now sort of thing didn't mm. they change it recently as well I David? did hear they changed a little bit I think it's a sugar limiting they have to limit the sugar and stuff like that nowadays mm. don't they because yeah, so. sugar tax and all that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Voice break.
0: <brag. Yeah>. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll keep that in if you want. Yeah, well, I'm not going to cut it out, am I? So <laughs> I'll keep that in.
1: But um, yeah, though, fizzy drinks, are really, I think they're a very controversial topic, though. There's a lot of, um, mm. I
2: Personally that these days, I haven't, like in the past year, maybe, I haven't really touched fizzy drinks unless ah. it's been for like drinking with alcohol like a mixer
1: oh mate that's nuts jeez uh, yeah I just like the caffeine the caffeine like does it for me and I need caffeine in my life now one of those things I didn't realise I was addicted to caffeine until genuinely when I don't have any caffeine i I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm on the ropes here
0: I was saying to you the other day, I, I went to to Hannah's and we had a ton of Pepsi and and then I went to training that following day. And
1: you, were, th- yeah, the yeah, caffeine uh, deficit hit you, and you, yeah, you,
0: you, your body was not reacting
1: well. No, yeah.
0: I, I was sh- I was shivering as well. Yeah, it was not yeah. good. Yeah, my, my <laughs> eyes looked like I'd, I'd taken something, and <laughs> yeah, no, it's not healthy.
2: I mean, the effects of caffeine are wild, though. Oh, mate, yeah, uh, I've mentioned to you guys a couple of times before. I'm reading that book at the minute on yes. sleep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially I'm just reading now about, uh, all the things caffeine actually does in terms of like how it screws <laughs> it you through the be sleep really pattern. Scary, yeah. <laughs> Basically you, you don't want to touch the stuff like after midday. Really? But, yeah. It like, th- it lasts that long. See, now, really now you mentioned
1: sleep. this, I have noticed my sleeping pattern. It's like, like the other day I was on four hours sleep. Um, I think I had to get up early for rowing and I couldn't sleep until 2am, yeah. which is probably due, due to like capping stuff like that. Yeah. So then I woke up at six, managed to get to rowing. I, did, I, I thought, you know what? I'm going to hold off the entire day on four hours sleep. And by the time it gets to, what, 10 o'clock, surely I'll be fast asleep. Got to about 10 o'clock and I just couldn't sleep. Mm. It then got to one and I was just sitting there in bed like, I genuinely feel like I need, I'm going to pass out, but I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And that was an awful feeling. You've
2: got two things that kind of like, two main things at least that influence your sleep and one of them is this chemical in your body. I forgot what the name of it is, uh, but essentially it's a sleep right, pressure okay. that builds up from the moment you wake up. Is wake that, um, up to the moment that you melatonin
1: to or melanin. I know. I know that obviously. I know one of them is the pigment in your skin color, but the other one.
2: Melatonin is skin color. I think.
1: I think. I think it might be melanin. I remember learning about it a biology. And melanin, it, um, it, when it, when it gets dark. Um, it like produces it and stuff like I'll that. I'll have to take oh, your I word maybe. for it. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I haven't done um, anything since A level biology, but I'm sure someone can definitely mm. re- tell me whether I'm right or not. But yeah, and the other one's like your natural sleep cycle,
2: which is okay. like built by genes and stuff. Yeah, and it's like your natural kind of like inbuilt clock.
1: Yeah. One thing I did um, learn about A-level psychology as well, I don't know if... Um, I, I forgot think, the, I forgot the name of the guy, going, but the yeah. guy who went and um, lived in the cave, for, I think it was like 40 plus days.
0: He's was a French really friend. Really yeah. interesting, yeah. isn't
1: it? I've read about that. It's actually in this book as yeah, well. Yeah, really interesting. And the natural sleeping pattern for a human is 25 hours. It's a 25-hour cycle, I'm pretty yeah. sure.
0: The, the natural well, actually, sort of day, the circadian rhythm or something Yeah, like circadian that, rhythm or yeah, yeah, that sort yeah, of stuff, yeah. yeah.
2: In this book, it says it's 24 hours and 15 minutes.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Well, We'll, we'll round it up. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll round it up, even though we should probably <laughs> round it down. But, but yeah, I just remember it was being, it was, it's, that's yeah, it's over 24 we, it's,
2: hours. Yeah, it's just kind of weird, to be fair. So there's mm. always going to be a bit of lag over the next day, which is. But yeah, in theory, your bizarre. body
1: does keep in rhythm, though. So even if, mm. if you didn't have sunlight stuff like that, your body can keep in rhythm with a normal sleeping pattern, which is crazy, I think.
2: Yeah, which is why, like, being a pilot and uh, air hostess is, like, such a mad. Job in terms of like it has such a toll on you because mm. they have yeah. to take drugs like a lot of them to be able to cope with all the I'm flying sure and doing stuff. That this anyways. is this
0: is
1: a really weird fact I learned. And I'm, a, I'm not sure if it's a hundred percent, but I learned about it a little while ago, and it's a really weird one to bring up. But yeah. apparently, during the war, you know when pilots had to fly from stupid distances, yeah, pretty much yeah, they're yeah. yeah. flying halfway around the world to go bomb something They'd from come America back again. to Hiroshima. Right. It was yeah. So basically, the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they um and some of them would they gave some of them crystal meth because it apparently yeah. it keeps you up and I don't know if it's just a, a dodgy rumour or anything but they gave this I think it was before it was really that frowned upon to be honest but they gave them to, to keep them just dead awake until they um, obviously came back again I don't I that's mean, the best a, mix
2: there was a lot of drug experiments during the war well, actually both wars as I, well I, I don't
1: know we worked sound didn't they? I mean mm. yeah
2: I mean they used LSD Um, uh, used it on a bunch of British troops just to see the effects of it I think it was in the 60s my housemate Louis Uh, He showed me this video of it. Did it. (laughs) And essentially, like, um, they just go absolutely mental because they start getting disorientated at first and start forgetting why they're there. They don't really think about anything. So these guys are getting open. There's open fire on it. It's like a training exercise. And so they're just, like, walking about just doing whatever they want, really. One guy is trying to hack down, like, a tree with, like, a spade or something. (laughs) Another's just taking a bit of a dump in the woods and it all goes a bit mental. Nice. Yeah.
1: Also, I have just had a really... It's just, we're going back about five minutes into the conversation. Okay, there was something yeah. I did want to bring up. But do you know why Coke Zero and Diet Coke both exist? Why is is there two ones that have zero sugar and zero calories? I
2: would assume because the silver one, I forgot what it is, but it's got really terrible supplements in,
1: Mm. which are quite bad for you. Well, admittedly, I think they're both pretty similar in terms of what's in them, but it's more the fact that silver appeals. So remember what Diet Coke adverts used to be like, they used to be a cam rolling down a hill and who'd pick it up at the bottom. A guy with his top off who's mowing the lawn and a lot of girls are staring Mm. at him. Whereas Coke Zero doesn't have any of that sort of branding. It's black and it's red. Basically, Diet Coke is aimed towards women. It's that the marketing and everything is just put it towards oh, women really? and the silver can. The diet the diet aspect as well. Yeah. obviously it's called Diet Coke whereas mm. Coke Zero is a much more supposed to be harsher, fit, uh, fit yeah, men yeah. harsher a bit appeals to the masculinity of it exactly all. so that they can they in theory they can do both I know they do taste different so I'm sure it's probably not as no, simple was, as that's the thing I think they I taste think, almost
0: exactly the same but yeah, yeah.
1: I think that's genuinely admittedly it's very smart marketing because I wouldn't buy Diet Coke but I do buy Coke Zero without even thinking about yeah. it Yeah, and that's a really weird factor I think yeah no that's the whole kind of scary
2: thing with adverts is that the, they're not meant to force you to go, oh, I want to now buy this, but the kind of like subconscious psychological impact of them is
1: mad. Yeah, it's it's really weird. And it I, it's, it I just thought it was such a clever thing to learn because it's something I never considered, but it's something that I'm like, it makes so much sense when you think about it, the way the marketing's done, it's all just so planned to hit a certain point. Like they yeah. don't sponsor events like football events and stuff like that with Diet Coke, but you see Coke Zero everywhere, I feel like. Yeah. It's like, yeah, mental really.
0: Right, boys. We have reached that part of the show where me and Tom basically just beg everyone to to give it a listen and click all the buttons that they can on the thing. We're going to keep this a regular thing because it seems to be working. More more people seem to be doing what we say. Um, maybe it's because they're they're a bit scared of us. So I'll, I'll be a little bit quicker um, on 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 the gun this week. So I'll just say follow the ideal third wheel podcast on Instagram and send us an email at ideal third at gmail.com. But we have actually had, we've had three emails this week. We're high rollers in on the email game right now. And would you like to take the floor? On, on uh, well, I'll, I'll, read the, I'll read out some so the first two we've got. So, first we have one from uh, Jake
1: Marsh. He's, I, I, I think, he's a friend of, Sam's, yeah. friend of Sam's. He says, Lads, loving the pod. Once you finish your hunt for the ideal third wheel, why don't you have all guests partake in a pub quiz style test to find a victor? Pair the scores up with Sam's weird rating system and you have yourselves an ideal third wheel. Later's Jake, Pierce, Sam, see you in November. Yeah, but well, don't need, We don't need to know what you what you two are going to do. Well, no, that, <laughs> that's that,
0: that's <laughs> that's what I wanted to quickly just spiral off on. Um, it's just basically I I don't think without the podcast we would have done that. So I I was quite happy when he, he just sent through. Oh, do you want to do you want to come see the snuts? And I, th- I thought that was quite that's nice. Quite uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Pod- the podcast doing, yeah, bits, for your, doing bits for your your friends, opening new gateways.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Guessing but more than three. Friends. In reply to
1: the idea of a Pubstar star quiz. The, the problem is our rating system is weird because we don't want to rank people because we don't, <laughs> we don't want to we don't want to obviously realistically we actually just love the fact mm. that people have may take the time out of their day to come on mm. so in reality it doesn't matter how good the podcast is or anything like that we just enjoy sitting and chatting to everyone so we, we wouldn't in theory we could we could have a little jokey thing but we would definitely not <laughs> rank people properly yeah. it's,
0: it's difficult as, as well because obviously I rank people and I keep the same measurement on both numbers so, so theoretically bit, you could bit work bit, out you can work out Sam's ones which is why it's so difficult because at the end of the thing i'm thinking in my head i was like oh i don't want them (laughs) to be massively different but i changed the numbers so i'm trying to do about 20 billion mathematical equations in my head trying to get like a similar thing Whereas I c- I could have just started off first week going yeah it was a six out of ten and just kept it a ten thing I don't know why I didn't do
1: that well it really will it would really deter people from coming on when they if you if in terms of a oh, yeah proper like everyone's yeah.
2: something anxious about it am I going to be good am I not <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> what you should do though is use the uh, Rick and Morty po- uh, they're like a uh, racing system you remember interdimensional cable oh, TV how,
1: honestly I, I spent so long
0: since yeah I was I've actually. only watched the first two series and so I'd, you just barely... use
2: like make up words like so, this guy over here got five and a half apple bottoms out of...
0: That's, that's what, that was like my ranking piglet. system. Yeah, it works teams. quite well,
2: because you don't know what the base yeah. of this is. Yeah,
0: pretty much. That's, what, that's why I think yours are a lot better, because... Yeah. <laughs> I went they, oh, as far, far out as I could. They're not to, comparable to the, to the, the others. It, yeah. Um but I th- I think I think we could do a like a, a quiz format. Guests. Guests. Yeah. A yeah. We could do something with our guests. We could love. Obviously it'd be quite difficult getting them together but got yeah. Se- second, e-
1: second email we got through was from uh, Sam's dad. It just, no, it wasn't from my dad I didn't oh, no, no. It was we actually he did send it on the path.
0: <laughs> he lent yeah, his email to behalf, someone. Yeah. So, someone was using his email for this but it was quite difficult and, uh, for the, the actual sender to to type it up. But yeah. Th- yeah. And why was that Sam? well you find I out, find out. <laughs> dear sam
1: i feel like i should write to you after hearing you pronounce your love for me last week on the ideal third wheel podcast just wanted to say i feel the same i've been missing you like mad and we've been so far apart from you for what seems like an eternity now i don't want to make you worry but your sister has not been treating me well i'm sure i've gained a few squeaks and rattles since you last left me hurry back samuel lots of love so that's that's a nice little email there from Sam's Sam's car. Yeah, she, she's a clever car, isn't she? She knows what she's doing. Dude. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah, that's a fair set of skills. I'm pretty sure a Porsche Boxster couldn't out that message. I was
1: gonna say, a Kia Picanto is all you need. That's, for that's what you get. For, yeah, that's what you get
0: for your money. Yeah. And it's, it's it's quite cute that she sent me that on a limb. I didn't I didn't even. Uh, I know, I very very cute s- message yeah. from Sam's car there.
2: Yet again, branching out with the podcast. Yeah,
1: we're reaching we're reaching a whole different type of being I'm sure
0: I'm sure after hearing this, Perry will jump on it. You'll. Oh, I'm or, sure he'll be on, or, on it. Uber he tells me he loves yeah. me every time I get in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But you
2: guys are still together here. We're, we're still together, yeah. If we you, look out the window you have a very intense in. relationship.
0: Yeah, God. <laughs> and and finally, our last email, which <laughs> is from Tom's mum. And it's quite a, a good email because we can almost break it apart and, and have lots of things to talk about. But I'll read it out now for you. So it says, the, the headline is Thumb Sucking. So it says, just to let you know, you never sucked your thumb or had a dummy. You just had your blanket instead, which got laid out every night when you were tucked in. Uh, and it goes on. He says, glad Sam liked the Swede, tell him to mix it with the carrots, mashed together with some butter and seasoning, lovely with mash, broccoli, sausages and thick gravy. Mm. And then the, the, the final line, Rowan hyphen, practice the wrist flick or the finger roll to twist the blade just when you're sitting doing nothing. All good practice, glad you're both enjoying Rowan, super jealous and really enjoying the podcast, keep it up. Maria, Tom's mom. Oh, yeah. So there's, there's a few,
1: there's a few talking points there. A couple yeah. that I want to get into. Uh, obviously, yeah, get my blanket laid out for me every night. Can't, I can't remember the last time it happened, but yeah, it's obviously when I was younger, obviously. But there is one thing that I is this is kind of taking me on to when your parents go to bed, do they just pop their head around the door and say something to you? They'd be like, oh, night-night, or whatever. Do they say anything? Uh, well, back in the day,
2: yeah, but because I go to sleep after my parents now, I come and say goodnight to them. Right, And okay. have a little chat with my mum on the edge of the bed, whereas Dad's, like, reading.
0: Oh, okay, that sounds nice. What about you, you Sam? Um, I think, yeah, when I was younger, I did. And did you did you guys ever play on your DS at night as well? And yeah. I remember <laughs> I, I'd, I'd hear them coming up the stairs and I knew they'd poke their head in, so it was like... Quick, close it. DS under the and <laughs> I, I had a strategy as well where I'd put it underneath and then flick it right to the bottom with my foot. So uh, it's like, if they check under the foot, oh, where's it gone, Sam? You, you must have not been on your desk now. It's genius Ocean's
1: 11, Sam. Well, oh God, yeah. Well, what? weirdly enough for me, there actually there's like this, there's a. I think my mum's kind of had the same phrase since I was a kid and she still uses it now. So she'll go to sleep before me. So I'll be sitting there in my room and I'll, I'll just kind of be sitting there like play playing Xbox or something, but she'll poke her around door. I think it goes on the lines of, Night, night, sleep tight. God Thanks. bless. See you in the morning. And she said the oh. exact same thing to me since I was a, a little kid. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, still, still, even today when I when I'm home. Yeah. Well, that's, uh,
0: that's really
2: nice. Yeah, gone well. I didn't really have the thing with the DS because I was a little bookworm back in the oh, day. Look at him go. I used to love reading, like absolutely love it. So, so you the I used to just stay out. Yeah, yeah that. That yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that was me. I was that kid. <laughs> what What were you reading? What was it? it was a go-to book. back Oh, in the day.
2: so what really started me off with reading was really beast quest and then oh, percy jackson yeah. See, I oh, never read okay. a percy Jackson. i never read percy I had, jackson
0: I had, I had a ton of beast quest yeah, books. i they, think they were good at home somewhere yeah
2: <laughs> yeah and then i went on to the cherub series i don't know if you guys <laughs> no, have it no, no, i, I never heard of that. no I, yeah it's like a young adult book essentially about like a well almost like a children's um, spy agency but it's extremely graphic oh right uh, like it's it's really good i recommend it it's like oh, a right. like a good thing to Read when you're in secondary school. I
1: yeah, 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 yeah. To be fair, They always like, quite nice books to read. I feel like those those that that type of they're quite easy to read. They're not like they're not too complex. and They're not going too into detail. And so they you keep can, you very entertained. Yeah, exactly. I think that, I think that's a, the key thing. But well, we, on another topic of moving on to the, my mom's second point of the ma- mashed carrot sweet, we did do it the other day, and it, I, I I really enjoyed it. We, it was a,
0: we cooked for each other. Well, we didn't we, cook for each other. We, yeah, we cooked together. We yeah, we ate the same meal. Yep, cooked the same meal. Um, and we both contributed a uh, set of food Just, yeah, elements of towards food elements. it, and it was it was nice. And we literally ate the exact carbon copy of what your mum said: so carrots, mash, broccoli, sausages, and fit gravy. And it it, it, it was, was good. really nice, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: Ooh. I was a big fan of it. Do
0: you feed each other? Oh yeah. No. mean no. I mean, oh I mean, no. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Never have we done that before. <laughs> we we uh. do the old what is it we take the fork and then bend it around each other's arms see, and, uh, yeah. Somehow, yeah.
1: somehow i don't have any recollection of this but yeah. this, is one, like, <laughs> sam, this is what sam dreams
0: about aren't I? oh yeah. yeah oh yeah it's like a lady in the tramp-esque oh, sort of God, moment God. where we. we, we yeah, got there's this, some real yeah. atmosphere yeah. there what, oh Fuck? yeah oh yeah there was there was like french um music playing in the background a violinist yeah. it was it, cute it's,
1: it's okay tom do you want to save space you can talk about yeah your, see, uh, emotions and feelings to sam must have been unconscious i must just zone out for stuff like this yeah
0: and just just the last thing I want to say about um, your mum's email like I said it's given us a lot of content and I I think it's really nice um, that that we're getting a lot of support for the podcast but she mentioned you didn't suck your thumb or have a dummy but instead you had a blanket which got laid out for you every night And I I just wanted to to pass this over to you, Will. Did you have any sort of comforter when you were a a kid or like a teddy bear or a blanket or anything like that?
2: So I had one kind of like a bean-filled little cat which I used to bring with me everywhere. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I used to always, like, when I was young, young. I used to, like, suck in its tail. And oh, like, you yeah, know, you yeah, put something yeah, in the yeah. mouth. But the real one for me was my grandma's um, really, s- like, smooth, soft skirt. Okay. Which, when you're, like, small and sitting in her lap, you just play with it in between your fingers. Yeah, I get right. And, like, you just nuzzle in and
1: like, fall asleep. That's, that's really sweet, too. That's really sweet. What about you, Sam? What, what did um, you have comfort
0: wise? Well, I was actually on a call with my mum and dad last night. So, me, my brother, and my sister all had the same sort of uh, sort of comforter. Um, we had a thing called a muzzy, which was just basically like a, a cotton square, which we'd like cuddle up with and use it as a teddy. And then they were saying they almost had to like force us not to use it because we were sort of getting to the age where yeah, you shouldn't really. I'm going to expose my brother here because he still oh, has the blanket yeah. in his room somewhere. Like right. I know,
1: I know for a fact he still has it. His one was really torn up as well. Like his had holes in it and it's been repaired so many times. Right. But mine is still pristine <laughs> condition. So <laughs> you're a good boy. Is it I, framed? I, it's actually not, and I don't. I think mine's at the top of my wardrobe somewhere. I, I right. really don't know. But Harry still has his in his room, and I, I don't know if he still sleeps with it occasionally. But, I mean, fair play to him if he does. But yeah, I, I remember the the conversation of being like, I feel like I'm a bit
0: too old mm. for this now sort of thing. I don't yeah. know if you boys were the same as well. Did you have like? A ton of teddy bears at the end of your bed.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, you better believe it. I had, <laughs> I have, i I've, a crate of teddy bears. It was, but I don't know where they are now. And this is the thing as well. I'm slightly worried that although they've been in inverted commas put in the loft, I'm really yeah. really worried they've been getting gotten right. rid of, like under my nose. But mm. I had, I had so many, mm. so many. I had this big um moose that sat on, like a, like a big <laughs> <laughs> moose on my um. There's like a couple of shelves in my room, and there's a moose that used to sit up there. I I used to have like a... I, I used to have tons of... I used to have a, yeah. um, a Tigger um, water bottle. A, so I had and a I had huge winged poo Oh my God. I had a Not huge poo, yeah. Not a massive one. Though. I had like one that was like the size of me, yeah. I think, at the time. But yeah, crazy. That's like your
0: piece de resistance. Yes, mate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are in, a, uh, in the loft. I've I, I seen them. I'd regularly go up and check on them. But they're all in a plastic bag, so I'm scared it's like a Toy Story situation where they've all suffocated. Oh, no. So if they, they were living, they're definitely dead now. Nice. But we What about your teddies? Where are they? Well, after that horrific statement, (laughs) (laughs) um,
2: I've got a couple, like the real main ones of my childhood, I've kind of got just like somewhere in a box in my room. Oh, right, nice. Um, Because I've got a cupboard and I can just shove it in there. It's quite easy. Um, Make sure the parents don't throw it out. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but the big one, I had this big dog. Um, What's that breed of dog that's used for like rescuing?
1: No, not Shem Shepard
2: It's like be. It's oh, got the uh, Brandy collar Yeah, I know I like feel like I know The exact
1: one you're But I just I don't know Dog, bra- dog breeds Cockapoo Sure, mate um, <laughs> we'll, go with, <laughs> we'll go with that
2: Anyway, like, it used to be called Big Ben And he, he's sitting In the attic somewhere I need to actually Check up on him Go
1: yeah, yeah. so like, see
0: where he's at Yeah you almost Get all all, all your buddies Back together And just take a, a Really nice yeah. post To put on put Insta How, how like, yeah.
1: old were you guys When they moved out Your room They went Well, well obviously You put yours I've, away In your room But how, quite late. Well, how how how? What was the point When you went I need to put these away So when like, well, I, I can't When people come over And stuff like that I can't see these Well it's not really That like I felt I needed to It's kind of They just
2: got yeah. phased out When I got interested In different things Like Yeah, uh, yeah. Sports and other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the tennis player on my wall. <laughs> yeah, nice.
1: She's a woman. <laughs> yeah. or, oh, is she? She's, she's, got,
0: she's, got her, she's got her bottom out. She's <laughs> bunda. But yeah, I, th- I think I was quite late um, on the, on the teddy bear riddance front. Not... Not like I wasn't like twenty, but I think I think I I reached double digits age age wise, and I, yeah. I still had them on there. Mm. Oh, well, uh, I was later than that, I'm pretty sure. I still I think I, I still almost had like everyone's got like a favorite few as well. So I think yeah, even yeah. even for the next few years after they that, I, yeah, they remained. Well, for for, for my
1: I think. Uh they went when I, like girls would come over that was as soon as, <laughs> when I was at the age where yeah. if if a, a girls could come over i didn't want my teddy sitting at the end of my bed sort of thing mm. It's like, just
2: like um the equivalent of just like putting a picture of your parents down or something <laughs> that's yeah, like yeah. their innocence you know this <laughs> is not for your eyes I'm sorry
0: man. <laughs> Or in your case i'm sorry really <laughs>
1: take a willie don't look no 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 that was that was a, that was at an age where like it was just like yeah hanging out in my room sort of thing that not, yeah, not, yeah. nothing going on but yeah well you just told me about a very interesting thing about milkshake Oh, uh, well, I found very adorable. Oh, uh, okay. we, we, can, we can. This just exposed me for being the big kid that I am. So, um, I, I'm a big fan of Nesquik.
0: I don't know about you boys. You fan of Nesquik?
1: Oh, I love a good.
2: To be fair, I'm a whole full milkshake. Yeah, yeah,
0: love that. Well, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm a, I, I love a good milkshake, but I'm not the same as you. I you prefer the old red boy, flavor. Strawberry uh, is superior it's like color. It's actually pink,
1: yeah. but yeah. That's, Wow. I'm a chockey boy <laughs> through and through. Yeah, ch- chocky, chocky is the chocky best. I milk. But, I under, but admittedly, I, I, I do rate strawberry a lot. The strawberry yeah. one is really yeah. good. But it's my brother used lot. to have the strawberry one growing up, and I had the chocolate one. I oh, don't know. Okay. I think yeah. it was a rivalry thing. I don't know. Sure. But, um, so you
0: didn't have to steal each other's uh, But I was powder. really gutted
1: because the um, strawberry one bubbled up more, whereas the chocolate one didn't. I don't know why I was jealous of that, but I was.
0: But the chocolate one stays at the top, doesn't it? There's there's like a, a thin yeah, layer. Yeah, thin layer of yeah, foam. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: So... Until I'm going to say... Oh, I've got to expose myself here. Until probably the age of... Oh my God, it was sixth form. Not Okay, it was... Like sixth form, it was very rare, but it would be like a, Tom, you need to get out of bed sort of thing. And it was very like staggered and rarely happened. Yeah. But up until I'd say I was about 15, at least 15, every morning before school, my mum would come in and wake me up and give me a milkshake that she'd made. And then every... Every night before bed, I'd also get one. Which,
0: is is that when she tucked you in with your blanket as well?
1: Um, when obviously when I was younger, yes. But when that obviously when I was when I was like, it was literally just a case of I'm going to bed. Here's a milkshake. Sort of oh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It was just
1: one of those lovely things,
0: really. I, I don't really know why. I found that uh, really sweet. It is. It's really sweet looking back at it. and It's really nice. But what can I just say? Mum, if you're listening, why well, didn't you give me a <laughs> yeah. And immediately before. when
1: when um I forgot, I think my mum was on the phone at some point and Sam Sam ended up having a conversation with whatever and I made a joke about I was like, Oh mum I'm missing like the milkshakes whatever and she was like, Sam not Sam not make milkshakes <laughs> for you Tom. She was like, You need to Sam needs to be better <laughs> But no, it's a, a lovely thing,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, no. That's. I mean, question question, mate. Ask the questions. Ask the. <laughs> what are you on about the questions? Where's my milkshake? <laughs> God damn. No, I don't. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm going to be having words with my parents about milkshake <laughs> after yeah. this one. Yeah, get get get. Camera. You and started with. something here. I started
1: something here. I've just yeah. God. Big got Maria. She's. There.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can, can Meryl and Maria both make me a milkshake? Uh, uh, well, well, as, long as, as long as it's not in the sus way, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> <the> way <it's, laughs> I was going to say, Sam. That was a bit of a weird question to ask. Right? <laughs>
2: make sure yes. bring
0: all the boys to the yard because they're like yeah. yeah better than yours Good I do believe there was something that you, you you wanted to um to ask us they will
2: yeah so my question to you boys if you could create your favourite kind of like pub or any drinking venue in your mind what would it be
1: and why
0: would you like to take the floor first
1: um yeah I'll take the floor here first I think a really old school pub is I really I love mm. it um yeah, obviously. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I, yeah. So I, I think old school, old schooly kind of pub. It's just it if it, it has some history in it. It looks old. It, you, you're walking around and you just you feel. You almost feel like you're closed in because the ceilings are normally really low and you feel like you're all closed in. There was a really cool one in Exeter like this, which I really liked. Um, I think it's called the Ship or something like that. John, I remember chatting to John about it, and John knows all about it. But yeah. that was a really cool old, like, oh yeah. I, I just felt really nice. It felt really nice being in there. What, what, about, what about you boys?
2: Uh, well, me personally, I'm very along the same lines as you. Well, one important aspect for me that you kind of miss out is the pub garden. Oh, yeah, pub I garden is an important, forget. especially in summer. Now, what I like is there's a pub back home, right? Yeah. Which is right near the um, cliffs. Uh, what's it called? Sussex Sounds? I Possibly. Maybe we'll yeah, it, yeah. Basically, it's a bunch of cliffs, like Berlin Gap area. Okay, yeah. And essentially, like it's got this stunning view, and you can see out to sea and stuff. Oh, that sounds lovely. And it's just like you've got a really nice, like, uh, well kept pub garden. Okay, yeah. You've got a really nice view, and like you can just imagine just the sun setting, and you're just oh, ch- sitting no, it there, does, yeah, it sounds with lovely. With a few really nice cold pints of locally brewed beer. Cheese And just like talking away the ages.
0: Yeah, that sounds. I mean, that sounds lovely. Well, yeah. What about you? What about you, young Samuel? Well this this was sort of brought up in passing beforehand and um obviously you guys have gone for the traditional pub um i, I mentioned that i'd i'd probably look for like a an area where there was a lot of tables a lot of seats but it was also spacious as well and there'd be TVs but then you you guys were saying that TVs ruined the, the point of going to the pub if it's a sports bar yeah fair enough let's, yeah, let's have yeah, some yeah. TV Ooh. but if you, if you want to go to a pub am I right in saying that you guys just want to speak to the lads And see, I
1: think I think yeah, yeah if, if we're talking old schooly pubs here yeah. like, I, I'd
0: rather there probably weren't
1: TVs about because I'm not really I mean I'm a football fan but at the end of the day like yeah you're going out just to drink with your mates and although it but I feel like it can kind of distract you from it. And sometimes it can almost be a bit like, there's so much going
0: on at once. So if you
1: are going out with the intention to watch the football and stuff like that, of course, of course you're going to watch it. But if you're just going out for a couple of drinks, I I think I'd probably be all right without it. Mm. Mm.
0: I th- I think I still would throw a TV in there. I'll probably make them like thirty-two inches for the, the case of being non-distraction. Yeah, um, yeah. So so compromise here. Um, I, if I had the rules to do anything, I'd I'd make the pillars out of gold and um, free drinks for everyone and all that very sort of stuff. But I'm I'm just happy places, having yeah. a comfy chair and just chilling, like like you said, yeah. chat with your mates, and that's or that's enough for me. Sofas as well. Yeah, oh, yeah one yeah, on.
2: very big kind of like aesthetic I love in a pub is so when you've got a few kind of like proper leather chairs, yep. big comfy ones right next to the fireplace. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then you just sit there.
1: Oh, yeah. I really wish there was, yeah, I really wish there was like a stand-up pub like that, that I know. But yeah, one other thing is obviously, um, we, we've touched on it before, but the, the Samuel Petto back in Folkestone with the, the, the big churchy look. It's like, oh. I, I like that. That's a bit nice. It's nice and spread out, to be fair. And you're in pews. It is where you're in pews with each other. That's, it's quite, it's you, yeah, old church nice isn't in, it? Yeah, old church. Yeah, yeah. So it's obviously, it's nice of you got your own basic, you got your own booth, pretty much, which I, I really liked. Mm. It's a bit of individuality in it. Coming up towards the, we're coming up towards like the end of the podcast now. Um, there's one little thing I kind of want to transition into because we obviously will mentioned that obviously we, we me and him, quite like um living we're living in the sea and stuff like that. Um, more like countryside sort of places, um, rather than obviously we all live in Portsmouth and I think even Swindon's nowhere near as built up as Portsmouth no. is, but it's, it's still I say say it's a little bit more um urban and a bit more, but. Do to question to both of you do you guys prefer more of a countryside kind of feel or do you prefer living in a city where it's a bit more like going on
0: I well, I wouldn't want to I don't think I'd want to live in a massive city like like a like a London or a Manchester yeah. or, or something like that which is where I think Portsmouth and Swindon suit me because they're they're almost the middle ground like you've got access to everything you've got like yeah. all the shopping centres or pubs, clubs whatever you want to do um so if you you obviously do want to do any of that you can just go and I I was in the countryside I think it would not be scary but during the night obviously you've got nothing around and you've got the shops miles and miles away if if you're in a proper sort of like rural area so I I think proper spiraling here but I think I would prefer to live in a in a town like portsmouth or Swindon?
1: yes so, so yeah you brought a fact of shops there so I, i'm from like a village sort of mm. thing i'd say it's quite a big village but it's definitely still a little village but my nearest shop is like the little village shop we have yeah um but the nearest big shop is two miles away sort of thing so it's two miles to the nearest shop which i underestimate until i go home and i realize driving like a mile in portsmouth to get to Tesco's when it's not even the closest supermarket it's a bit like oh my god like i don't use much fuel here whereas when i go home i use so mm. much fuel just trying to get around yeah um but yeah what about you will Personally, I like cities for like a day out, or like
2: a night out, something like that. Yeah. But to live in, it's definitely got to be the countryside for me. I mean, everything's just a lot kind of nicer in terms of like um, your neighbours first of all. Yeah. Traffic courtesy. Yeah. It's just like there's a different kind of almost um,
1: culture. D- definitely, I, I completely agree. There's a different, there's a, there's a complete different feel when you, so, like, around here, it's everything's so close together. I think one one thing that kind of bugs me out is in terms of it's like um, the housing is so close together. Like it's you're you're so cramped in almost, and yeah. I, I'm like I, that's that's mm. like really unusual to me. Whereas that you know when you're out in the countryside a bit more, when you're or in a little village, everything's a bit more. Your neighbours are aren't as close by, and if you yeah. see them, you'll say hello more and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> and the fact that there's so many people in such a small area yes. around you, it <laughs> c- sometimes I just look out the window at night and just look at all the lights just flashing up along the street and thinking wow, there's just so many people living their different lives here. Yeah, yeah. And they're all so close to me, but we'll never probably interact properly. (laughs) Exactly. And then I'll go back home, and everything's, as you said, really spread out. We're all kind of just doing our own thing. And then, like, when we all go on, like, our walks and stuff or. See each yeah. other in
1: town. We just go, hello, hello, yeah, how are you? Yeah, it's it's a different. It's a definitely a different feel. But I, I will say, obviously, I prefer um, living like in a village back home and stuff like that in terms of the the feel of it. But I do really enjoy being in a city because I feel like there's um, there's there's way more going on. Like it's a lot easier to go do stuff. Oh, yeah. Um. So that obviously plays. There's negatives and positives, but I think I, I'd have to clarify that. Yeah.
2: I think oh. a good one might be to live in a small kind of town near a city.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good point. That actually. might yeah. be the
2: not so much london because those suburbs will just eventually expand into you and yeah that would be not so good i
1: do yeah i do want to live in london at some point just to just experience the the big like like much bigger like my mate harris who lives in london it's it's quite it's always nice visiting him because i mean getting the tube everywhere is quite cool but yeah yeah Yeah, i do like the tube when (laughs) i go to london yeah
0: it's so it's so difficult i've only been to to london almost where I've got to decide to, where to go with obviously yeah. with Hannah and the tube's so difficult to get around. But I imagine for really? people in London, yeah, it's just it's just a. See, I've, piece I, I, of I don't
1: think I've like I've never lived in London or anything like that, but I've got, I've got the hang of the tube now. Like it's so useful to get around. Like I know yeah, it, I know where, which weird. ways which and yeah.
2: Yeah, it, I mean, it's kind of like you got to know your main lines and like yeah. if you know like <laughs> at least a couple of stops along them, you can you've kind you of sorted, like, judge yeah. where yeah. you're gonna land up.
0: Yeah, yeah, if sure. if if there's something that closely relates to one of the landmarks, I'm like, Yeah, that's probably where I need to go. <laughs>
2: and it's scarily easy to just spend money on the tube. Oh, like, you it geez, mate, phone, yeah, you just touch and like the next thing you know you're just like for forty sure. quid gone.
0: <laughs> well that's the thing, you can get one of them um day riders for like four, 14 quid or something. Yeah, yeah I haven't got good. one of those yeah. for
1: years. I just it's like what was it, £2.50 a journey on a two pound a journey pretty much on contactless. It's contactless most mm. easy. Depends on mm. what you're doing in London really, then that travel yeah. card can be expensive. But Moving on, we're, gonna, we're just going to finish off with our little rating system here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, God's okay. God's, what, what are you, you going to rate today? Well, Wednesday?
0: I would first like to say that coming this week is Will's birthday, so I think he's going to have to get some extra points for that. So if anybody wants to wish Will a happy birthday, then then go ahead. Can um, we get a
1: happy birthday, Will, in the Instagram comments? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> obviously
0: he'll be plugged on our Insta if you, if you want to wanna follow him and say, say hello. So I've had a, a, a delightful time speaking to you, Will like i said earlier i'm going to try matching my head similar ratings to <laughs> to what everybody else is so i'm going to i'm going to take a nice easy one and rate it out of 50 50 seems like a, <laughs> a a nice number and i'm i'm going to give you i'm going to give you a 39 out of 50 cuz i think that's somewhat similar to what I, i'll give everybody else yeah but i've given you a few bonus extra points for your birthday so i think i oh. think in the mathematical terms you, you've just taken a jump over a few other people yeah I'll take that I'll wow. take that yeah
1: So I suppose I'm going to give Will Will's podcast I've actually really enjoyed this one to be fair I'm going to give it a sitting next to a pub fire and a, a sofa versus uh, up against about two crap pubs I think that's oh, just about right It makes so much yeah. sense. It makes, makes so yeah. much sense. So logical. And I think that's where we're going to. Yeah. Well,
0: I, I could see which system you were g- going to go for there. And I think you picked the best I th- one. I definitely picked yeah. the best It makes sense. Yeah. It, 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 yeah.
1: that's, that's what we love. We love it. So, obviously, thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks I hope for having everyone, hopefully everyone in, uh, enjoys the pod. But yeah, join us next week on and our hunt, hunt for, for the
2: ideal third wheel. wheel.